In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good News for the City, the broadcast radio partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC. My name is Brian Bales, and I have the privilege of hosting this show, but long-time listeners, you know this already, but every time you tune into this show, you know that our focus and our purpose is to talk about the truth of the gospel and how it changes everything and makes a way in our life. And that's true whether or not you're hearing on the radio whether you're hearing on a podcast, whether you're entering into a church building, like I work on a weekend at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn as the lead pastor, or any other place that you go, it is the gospel. Now, on today's show, we're going to consider, actually, though, the practical outworkings of a biblical concept that we've talked a lot about on this show of oneness. And we're going to see how, through an association of local evangelical Hispanic ministers, they bring glory to God. Now, at the top of the show, it's not uncommon, if you're catching it, that our introduction talks about the prayer from John chapter 17, the prayer that, that Jesus said in the upper room that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, and here's the key, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. In that moment, Jesus was praying not for just, I use this term, sort of come by sit around everyone, pretend like they're getting along fellowship, but actual true deep fellowship and true deep unity in Christ that can only be explained in a supernatural way and be a witness to the world. Practically, though, this requires for this to happen what the Apostle Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 4. It, it requires that the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. This is actually a picture of the church, a picture of the church working interdependently and then aligned as well on mission to what Jesus wants us to do. And so our guest today leads an association of evangelical Hispanic ministers. They are building each other up for more fruitful ministry together and living out this call of Jesus, of unity. And they can't do it alone here in the DMV. And we're going to talk about unity today uh, with our guest. So I'm going to welcome to the show, Joel Galan. Now, that is not how you pronounce his name. He has at least three different. Joel, uh, for, for our listeners, give us all the practical ways your name can be pronounced, and then I'm going to mess it up. Well, if you're in Puerto Rico, that's my, my place of, of you know, origin, uh, is, is Joel. Uh-huh. Joel. And then uh, the Hispanic community, like Central Americans and South America, is more Joel. Uh-huh. And then um, in the English side, is is Joel. So... I'm I'm good with anyone, but um, yeah. If I go with the with the way my mother called me and my family, uh, is is Joel. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. If I go the way my mom calls me, she has a very southern accent. It's not even Brian; it's Bron. So uh, there's going to be some pronunciation grace needed. But let me tell people about you. For 19 years, you and your wife have partnered in ministry. Your wife Abigail there have you've served as bridges connecting their generation with love, grace, revelation, and restoration through Jesus Christ. 
Um, God rescued you from very difficult childhoods. Their story of transformation provides hope for the present generation. They have ministered in 32 countries, touching the lives of thousands of people in congresses, evangelical crusades, conventions, and training events. Uh, They work to reach the lost, break traditions contrary to the culture of the kingdom of God, and transform Christian leadership. Joel, I see, I'll say it that way right now, right? You serve also as the senior pastor of Transformation Church in Columbia, Maryland, and of course, president of the Association of Evangelical Hispanic Ministers. You have a bachelor's of theology in arts from Hosanna University. And let's talk, if we can, about this idea of unity. Sure. So, you know, everyone, when they get on the show, they're already at a place, but that's not where they started. So let's talk about where you started a little bit. How did God guide your life and career path to eventually become a pastor and to see your work together with the Evangelical Association of Hispanic Ministers? Well, everything is studied in a juvenile jail, to be honest with you. Um, I'm born and raised in, in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And at some point, um, as a teenager, I just, you know, completely got out of church and started dealing with, you know, some difficult uh, uh, things like drugs and, yeah. and um, you know, like, like criminal activity and all that. And um, um, I experienced some, some things in my life that they really, really take me to that, to that path. Like my, my father was a drug addict mm-hmm. um, and uh, he died from, from AIDS. And I became an orphan, you know, mother and dad sure. at the age of 15. And uh, after that, I ended up in jail, uh, breaking, you know, for breaking the law and all that. And that's where I end up having my encounter with Jesus Christ, my, my personal encounter. Because, you know, I was, I was born and raised in church, but that's where I really got the, the experience of really a, a personal encounter. After that, I started as a very limited, you know, young guy in church. I used to live in church uh, mm-hmm. behind the altar. A lot of people doesn't know that. I used to clean the church, uh, clean the chairs, pray at the same time that the Holy Spirit, you know, touch the people and bless the people and all that. And from that place, um, that's where the Lord ended up pointing at me and, and choosing me to, to do what I'm doing right now. Um, then I met my wife. Uh, we decided to join our lives together just to do ministry. Yeah. We're still doing that for the past 24 years. Mm. And uh, we leave our country almost 20 years ago uh, with the promise of um, really uh, taking the message and the vision that you know the, the Lord put in, in our hearts to the nations. And that's where a lot of things, good things end up happening. And that's where... We started uh, um, seven years ago, Transformation Church, and yeah. three years ago, we started leading the oldest and, and largest Hispanic Pastor Association of the Washington, D.C. area. And thank you for sharing that and your testimony. It's just a reminder that our, our past is not determinative of our future, and that God even uses the things of our past to bring something new and powerful into the future. And so as our listeners, whether you're catching it on the radio or podcast, no matter what your background, no matter what your background is— Jesus is still able to redeem it. He's still good news. He can bring that. And eventually, obviously, you just mentioned celebration of the Transformation Church and then leading the Association of Evangelical Hispanic Ministers. Let's talk about that because that's a lot about what we're going to be discussing today. What is this Association of Evangelical Hispanic Ministers? There's lots of associations out there, and sometimes they're just words, but sometimes they have some significance behind it. What's the mission? What is it about? Well, first of all, we're not a denomination. It's mm-hmm. not a. It's not a council. 
like let's say just just an example, right? Like assemblies of God or something like that. Okay, it is more like a fellowship, and uh, is is people and pastors from different denominations uh, putting aside, you know, the 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 things that defines our theological views, just to sure. say like that. And just focusing, focusing, everyone focusing on one thing, Christ. Because yes. that's the, you know, we, we end up understanding that that's the common denominator and that's the, that's the one thing that can unite us, right? And we have a very clear vision. First of all, we are, um, you know, out there and, 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 you know, our mission, our work is, is number one, to uh, edify the personal life of the pastors of the area. We, we believe that there is a lot of needs in the pastoral community, and I think this is something that happens in every community, but especially in the Latino community, um, you have pastors that they have different needs and they don't know where to go. So we we try to fill that gap. Second, we we equip. You know that's that's one of the things that we do constantly, and and we try to uh, succeed and do it with excellence every 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 time and every every month and and and, and every day is to equip with re- with, with resources uh, the ministry of, of of the pastors because um, sometimes they they want to do something they want to develop something they yeah. want to build something but they don't want to they, they don't know how to do it right so we want them you know something that we do constantly is to equip them to to do the will of God and 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 to fulfill the purpose uh, the Lord has given them. And third, we, we nurture the fellowship, something mm-hmm. that for us is very important. There is many reasons for that, but the, we nurture, we encourage the fellowship. We, 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 we're, we are a, a bridge to connect them with new relationships that are going to be a blessing for, for their lives. And we do all this out of the, out of the concept of the church members, because some, sometimes the pastors, not sometimes, every time. I think this is this is the, the 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 rule. When we are in front of the congregation, there is things that we cannot say, sure, uh, things that we cannot, we don't feel comfortable doing. But when you are in a community of pastors and and people that are in the same line of work of you and right. and people that are struggling with the same battles you are struggling with, uh, you you feel more open to to be yourself and to relate in a different way. So we, we, we nurture yeah. that. And, and number four, uh, after that, you know, our goal and our mission is to establish uh, the in unity, the agenda of Christ for our local area as, you know, uh, the Hispanic community. Yeah. So I think most people would agree in principle. We're better together. Definitely. However, there's always the catch, right? There's one thing to aspire to something. It's another thing to be able to put aside things that we personally find important, but they're not at the high list of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when you said earlier, you put aside theological differences. You don't put aside the theology of the salvation through Jesus Christ alone. What you're really getting at are some of these things that when we look at Scripture, one particular denomination sees this view, and it doesn't change their eternal destiny. It doesn't change their relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, It's important, but it's not major, if that makes sense for some of our listeners. And it's a lot easier to say, let's put those aside for something greater to work together than it is to actually do. But I, I want you to speak in for a moment, if you can, why it's important to get beyond sort of like nodding your head to the idea of working together, but to actually begin to do sometimes the challenging work, 
sometimes it a lot is. easier than we thought, right? To to gather together to promote unity and purpose and action in the church. Well, I think I think um, um, you know the right way to say it is that we have put aside our dogmatic uh, beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's you know like like you said, it's not about putting theological foundations um, on the side because salvation is salvation. We're not gonna we're not gonna put that aside. But but because of you know different all the different denom- denominations that are right. out there, there is uh, different ways to do to do church, different ways to do service. Uh, to do ministry, and that's what we try to understand, that everyone has a, has a shape, but that doesn't mean that's the shape of the other pastor and the other church. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we, we, we understand, and, and we have come to understand that unity is a beautiful thing, but it's a hard thing to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we, we have uh, focused our efforts in, in our common denominator, which is, which is Christ, which is Christ uh, the work of the kingdom, and we have changed the narrative uh, of what we do. Uh, one of the things that have been giving us a lot of success with the Hispanic community of pastors is that um, we, as, as, a, as a pastor association, let, let's talk about resources. We bring sure. resources, and, and you're not forced to use them. I mean, th- there is a... Um, um, you know, something that we use in the Hispanic community just to, to project this. And, and we usually say, this is like eating fish, fried fish. Okay. You, you, you eat what you like, you know, you, you eat the, 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 the meat, uh-huh. and you put the bones aside. Right. You, you take out the, the bones. So the same thing, we provide resources. They might or not be aligned mm-hmm. with the way you do ministry, but you're not obligated to use them so what we do is presenting is providing okay it's, it's more like a bridge you know connecting with resources that they can be a good thing for you maybe maybe a pastor say you know what this is not for me but we understand that when we bring a resource that doesn't mean that the whole association is just aligned to one concept or, or one idea everyone has uh, have uh, come to understand that we're just bringing resources and you are entitled you have the freedom yeah. just to to choose if you use them or not. I love how you say that. You know, one of the sponsoring uh, organizations of this show, WAVA is one of them, but One Heart DC, the core value is unity, the same thing, that when you're able to get together and put aside, uh, I love that, some of the things that don't, the dogmatics type of things. Uh, I, I'm even going to say put aside your preferential bones in your fish. Right? I'll just go with that with that analogy if I can. <laughs> Then you're able to move together uh, and do more, and specifically some of the things that you're attempting to do as a, an association of churches is to make an impact within the Hispanic community. And so as, as you particularly connect with the Hispanic community, because this association is all over the Washington metro area, so it's not just in one particular area of uh, the Washington metro area, what sort of needs are you seeing that the church is seeking to address, and as you've sought to address them, what are some of the the hurdles, roadblocks, challenges, whatever term you might use that you're that you're encountering? Well, um, I think the, the the bigger challenge here is to um, have pastors um, embrace unity and to really uh, walk in ministry with with the conviction that unity is, is necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, just following that, we, we you know what I was saying before. Um, we we have come to understand that we don't have to be uh, the same, and we don't have to think the same just to walk together. 
Um, and and if we have the same same vision, which is kingdom, we can you know have our differences as long as we are in the same path, just looking looking to the same to the same Lord, you know, our, our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and like for example, in my case, um, I'm considered one of the most contemporary uh, uh, Hispanic churches of the area uh, because I, I really focus my efforts as a church. In new generations, and but the reality is that most of the Hispanic community they're more uh, uh, on the conservative side, and and uh, they they do ministry very very likely and very similar the way they used to do ministry in their countries. Sure, and in my case, it's totally different because I know that I'm not in my country, and I'm trying to really uh, I'm trying to be relevant you know, our church to be relevant to the, to the community. So those are the things that we have, um, you know, we had to tackle down to right. understand the, the difference and, and, and the design of each person. But something that has been, you know, has been a key, a very uh, uh, determining key of what we're doing and the success we're having is that we change the narrative of how, Unity works, okay. and, and the unity we're promoting in the pastor association. When you look, when you look uh, at unity, most of the time everyone speaks about unity when they're doing something and they just want to get support. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. It's uh, it's a good opening sales pitch, right? <laughs> let's have yes. unity because I want to do this or we need to do this, exactly. right? Exactly. So, and and let's let's be honest. I mean, this is this is something that that we have to 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 accept that this is the reality. And and you see you see that there is a lot of pastors that they don't they don't they never practice unity, and the only time they want to practice unity is when they have something going on, they have an event, uh, and they just want to be followed. And I think that's the problem right now with you know a lot of pastors they have a problem with unity because the the message out there of unity is more like a message of follow me. Okay. And when I started leading the pastor association, I noticed. That, that that was the narrative before, like for 40 years. And we had up and downs in the participation of pastors. But when we changed the narrative from follow me to how I can serve you, because that's key in unity. And and that's that has to be the focus of, of unity. So if I'm if I'm walking in unity with, with you, um I don't I don't wanna change the way you are, but I wanna I wanna I want to cooperate. I, w- I want to sow in your life. I want to sure. be a blessing for you. I want to. I want to be. I want to be a a, a, a a determining factor in in you achieving God's purpose in your life. And as soon as we change that and we tackle down that message of unity, which is not really a unity uh, message, and we change it from that unity message of follow me. Because everyone wants followers. I mean, we, we are, that's, that's the trending right now. Everyone wants followers in Instagram, in social media, and this and there. And when we change it to how can it serve you? How it can be a blessing to your ministry? How it can empower your ministry? Uh, if there is anything that I'm doing that you want me to connect you with and yeah. that I want to share with you that you think is going to help you? So that's, that, that was the, the, the experience. The exploding factor, just sure. to say like that. That was the booming factor in the association. Yeah, very Christ-like in that way. Jesus himself, Philippians chapter 2, said he came to serve, right? And he humbled himself. And there's, there's an aspect of humility um, that comes that is necessary in order to 
be unified because you have to put aside things that may be your personal preference or whatever it may be. And, and we don't have time to really get into it uh, as much as we would want to today, but you've also got a partnership that you've recently connected with in March of last year with the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference. And I do encourage that if people want to know more about this partnership and that sort of stuff, that they're going to reach out to you at the end of the show today. We'll give some opportunities to connect with you personally as well as connect with the Association of Evangelical Hispanic Ministers. But could you share maybe a story that highlights how God is now working? Because it's one thing to say this is goals, but God's constantly working even as we're moving towards the goals. Well, take, take you uh, what we're doing with NHCLC and, and Samuel Rodriguez. Um, we we understood something about unity that is a, is a key point as well, is that you have something that I don't have, yeah. and I have something that you don't have. And... We want our Hispanic community, the Hispanic community of churches and pastors to become more relevant to society and to, and to community. Mm-hmm. But as, a, as, as an association, we don't go directly to, to the community. What we do is empower the local pastor so they become more effective in the, in the community. So uh, we are, you know, for 40 years we have been doing the, the work of edifying and equip pastors and, and to nurture unity. And, and to establish the agenda of Christ in the body of the body of Christ in, in, in the pastor community. But um, we understood that we were needing to be more proactive in, in topics in, in, in the community that they require the, the defense of faith and principles and family and, and you know, things like that. So we end up doing this uh, a partnership with NUCLC. They're champions, you know, working in this kind of topics. And so we can become more productive and more effective into that. Something that happened very, I mean, that, that, that's, you know, been a big blessing is that, uh, after that, uh, the Hispanic Pastor Association became the first Hispanic local pastor association or organization to ever testify in a Senate hearing defending the sanctity of life, mm-hmm. and that was a that was a tremendous experience. Uh, that was um, uh, a few months ago. Uh, we won the battle. Um, and, um, that's something that we never, uh, you know, I, I don't think we, we saw, you know, ourselves doing that. So, uh, it was a great experience. I think, you know, I was, um, you know, preaching to a lot of people is one thing, but standing and just to talk to these few people in power is, is another thing, but it was a great experience and pastors are very happy. They feel that they're contributing to the, to the principles of the gospel and to family and life. So that, that's a great experience we had. Yeah. So maybe like in the last minute or so, I think there are people who are hearing this like, okay, you, you've given me what I like to say an appetizer of what it would look like, but I'm interested in the full meal, uh, whether it's for my church in particular or I, I know I'm part of a church and I'm already involved, but I know other churches. How, if someone wanted to get involved and learn more about the Evangelical Association of Hispanic Ministers, how, how would that go about? What, what would be some steps they should take and what would you encourage it's, them to it's do? It's as simple as, as uh, contacting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're super friendly. Uh, you're, you're well, not- anyone who's listening on the radio right now, they, they kind of know you're super friendly, right? <laughs> we're super friendly. Uh, this is not uh, an escrutinity we're going to do about your life just to be part of it. Uh, we will gather some just basic information okay. uh, to put you in our database, and 
you will be invited and encouraged to attend our meetings, which is, you know, once a month. And we also, that's the large meeting we do. We also And where's that meeting located usually? Uh, it happens in different churches of the area. Every, right. every month we, we uh, with our database, we send a, you know, large email to let everyone know where we're going to be meeting. We do have a Wednesday prayer meeting, which is like, a, you know, small 20, 25, 30 pastors that we gather to pray on Wednesdays. And and, and, and that one, yeah, we use the same the same uh, uh, place in Belgium. But what I suggest you is to, to go to aemhdc.org and you contact, uh, use the contact form to get in touch with us. Yeah. And so let me just say that again. If um, you were you know driving and you, you're trying to remember it or maybe it just went fast on the podcast and you were able to write it down, if you'd like to know more about the organization, Association of Evangelical Hispanic Ministers, you can go to aemhdc, that's aem hdc.org or if you'd like to know more specifically about joel see i said it i, I got it yeah, hopefully got close it. right in <laughs> uh, his church or just how god has made him and want to connect with him you can get a hold of him at the church you can email him at info at transformationc.org info at transformationc.org Thanks for being on the show today. Brian, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's always a joy to hear about how God is bringing about unity amongst the churches. And, of course, if you've heard something today that you want to talk to WAVA about, you can send us an email at common at WAVA.com, or you can call me right here at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, and I will get back to you or pick up the phone immediately when you call. Who knows? But I can be reached at 703-729-3900. So as you go today, wherever you are meant to be, remember it is the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.